They call this the baby. I use a total 38. Till I bought a baby K went on the arson hardest date. Just a paint little baby face. I got Nikes on my feet. I don't do the baby nays. Nah. I got diamonds on my teeth so I can chew the paint away. I'm hey. a dope young nigga. Like that nineteen eighties bass. I was born in ninety four, but I got nineteen eighty cake. Hey, hey. I'm a hurricane. Hey, 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 baby. I'm, I'm a pop a per that day. Hey, hey, for my two fake. More than the masses podcast, shit, of course. Shit. My song right here. Do it, 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 get it, get it, get it, get it, whip it, whip it, whip it, stack it, stack it, stack it, stack it, flip it, flip it, flip it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Oh, Warner Masters podcast. I'm your host, Main, of course. Back from vacation. Back from Berkeley. Back from Cali. Back from Oakland. Hold on, real quick. But I did it anyway. Hey, I ain't know that was a bitch, but shit, I hit her anyway. I had to do it, do it, do it, do it. Shout out to Q Dog, too, man. Uh, that's probably, to me, I think that's probably the best song out right now, far as local artists go, uh, from Augusta. That's called Do It by Q. Uh, that's uh, Q U E. Um, <clears throat> I'll put that link to the video in the, action, in the, in the description, as a matter of fact. Um, I think it's worth that. Shout out to him. He ain't asked me to do that either. I just did it because I like the song. Um, Got to support what you like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe I have him on his spotlight, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? Um, if you listen to the Shane podcast, actually, he actually said that Kudo was the best rapper in Augusta. So, um, and in the real listeners, if you uh, listen to the music or listen to the podcast, um, you heard him say that before. So, uh, how y'all been, though? What's good? <laughs> I heard we all had boycott Netflix. Well, y'all, black people, that's what I heard, man. That's what niggas told me, man. I don't know. We're going to get into that, though, in a minute. Um, I enjoyed my vacation, though, man. I'll tell you about that real quick. I went out there to, everybody know my brother, Paper Kyle. Um, so I went out there to Berkeley. Uh, you know, I flew out there. Had a good time. You know, um, the best thing about the whole trip, I would say, is that, um, you know, I got to see a lot of things that um go on in the life of an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially a star athlete at a school. Um, that was that was dope. Uh, it's crazy, it's mad Asians out there. That was kind of wild. I will say this, and I'm gonna just go ahead and say it before I say my what I want to say. Um, I think it's certain areas where uh, tights just shouldn't be allowed to be worn. And uh, in, in the case of Berkeley, I think I'm, I'm gonna take that. Uh, Berkeley definitely it should be tights should be banned. Um, for the most part, and not because they look good on people, just because I feel like. <laughs> I feel like you should only wear tights if you have a certain kind of body type. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they shouldn't wear them out there. I- I'll just leave it there. This <laughs> Mad Asians just crazy. With the- All I seen was tights. Like, I don't think niggas wear jeans no more. And I love tights. Don't get me wrong. But, God damn it, they're not out there. Um, <laughs> But I will say, you know, it would have been a lot of Asians. And I didn't see many black people. I seen a few. Um, Every time I see somebody that black, they were mad tall. I just felt like they played basketball or volleyball or one or the other. Um. Pretty much, the black people are the athletes out there, pretty much, you know what I'm saying, except from the volleyball team. But, uh, yeah, what I will say is, um, you know, I went out there, and the best part I'll say about, about being out there was when I went out there, I, I was assuming, to me, like, my, my, my plan was to be in the gym every day. 
just gonna work my brother out every day, work him out every day, you know, run drills, be in the gym. After practice, before practice, right before a game, after the game, I was just going, you know, running through it because I felt like that's what he needed, you know. Um, and I'll say that within the first maybe, you know, two or three hours, um, we just laughed, we just joked, and right then and there I seen that um, he didn't need that, you know what I'm saying. That's not what he needed. He needed um, he needed to be around love. And um, it was so crazy. And I got back, I watched Payton Full. I didn't get to see that part, but you know, it's a part in Payton Full where Mitch, you know, he wanna go to he wanna go out, you know what I'm saying? He's stressed out, he just wanna go. He's like, yo, hey, I need to be around some love, B. I just need to be around some love. And we watch movies and you know, we be joke about lines and this that this, that here and there. And I think we take for granted, like people like me, people like you, like the average people, not saying we average, but just like, you know, not stars or not 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 looked at as having to carry this cold weight and not all eyes on you. Um, it can be tiring, I would assume. You know what I'm saying? You got all this pressure on you to produce a, to be a certain way all the time. Um, it can be a lot of you. And then when you're not producing or you, you feel like you could be better and you're not you know, as 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 great as you wanna be, you know, you wanna you wanna be around love because that love is genuine, you know what I'm saying? It's like um it's unconditional, you know, when it's real. Real love. You got, you got, you know, I know that's the thing, that's the thing to say now, fake love, this, that, and third. And I'm not here to, like, bring up, bring up anything about fake love because, like, love is love. I take it all. But when, when you, when you in that predicament, like he is, or, you know, anybody that's in the, that's in the, that's in the forefront of things and it's got a lot of pressure on them that, you know, or their whole family relying on them to do something, you know what I'm saying? You want to be around real love, you know what I'm saying? When you're not producing, you don't want to, you don't, like, you don't want to be around business, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of things is business. So, whereas, Let's look at let's look at the NBA right now. You know what I'm saying? You can get traded. You know, you can get traded for another player because they feel like, look, we want this. We don't want that no more. You know what I'm saying? And whereas you throw it with love, but it's business. You get what I'm saying? But love, you know, family, you can't trade your you can't trade your I can't trade my brother for another brother. It's family. That's love. I I, I don't I don't want another brother. I want him. You know, but when it's business involved, it's hard to really have that family aspect of things. I, I'll, I'll leave it there, you know. And I, I seen it there, and I, I realized in the first couple minutes, I said, "Damn, we can't, we can't go to the gym." Like I, I didn't go to the gym at all besides that one time we I seen on live. We went right before I left. You know, we played like one on one, just just fun one on one. Wasn't nothing serious, but we talked as we played. And you know, right before I left, like we, we stripped, we left from the gym straight to the um, airport. And um, what I'll say is. I put a video out, you know, he, he he just joking and dancing and stuff. My brother don't be doing that stuff, you know. And that 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 spoke to me a lot because it let me know, like, you know, a lot of stuff he go through out there, you might look at it one way, but shit, when you're in that predicament, you know what I'm saying, and you're not producing like you want to produce or you feel like, you know, you, you're, not reach, you're not reaching your full potential, you feel like, damn, since I'm not doing this, this person not rocking me, this person not rocking me, it's nothing worse than being around fake love when you throw the real love, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that's the case with him at all. I don't know, but I can only assume, you know what I'm saying? Just the vibe I got from out there, you know, it's like we even and I'm I'm gonna say this, I'm not, I don't care how anybody feel, you know, we both grown, but like we I didn't I didn't sleep in the living room, like I sleep on one side of the bed, I slept on the other side of the bed. Like even that, man, we don't even do that at home, you know what I'm saying? We barely even be around we be around each other, but we don't like sleep in the same lay down like that. We that's been what, twelve, I was twelve, maybe thirteen, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like and he he actually was telling me like, you know, I sleep in a room. You know what I'm saying? So that let me know like you know he want want you around. Um, we real close all the time, but you know that was the best part of the vacation. Just 
And I needed it too, you know. I feel like I needed it too. Like, you know, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm a star on his level or anything like that. But as far as my family wise and just the weight that's on your shoulders, like vacation is, 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 is very crucial to, to take if you could take them. And I, ne- I never, I've never taken one. Like, even at work, like, I don't take days off. This is the longest I've ever been off. Like, I, I don't, I don't take days off. Um, from nothing, not not even like, even in life. Like if I go somewhere, it'd be like a day, Saturday or Sunday maybe, or Friday or Saturday. It's never like a whole a whole time and just away from everything. You know, this is the furthest. This is the most I've ever gotten. And the funny thing about it is, every time I've been on vacation, it's been due to him. So I, you know, not that I owe him like real love on the strength of that. I owe him real love because of my brother. But you think about it, you know, you really want to think about appreciating people and just. Just seeing why why certain people in your life and and, and and analyzing relationships you have, you know. When I think about it, the only time I've been on vacation in the last maybe four or five years was due to him. Florida, I went to Florida um, for a few days. We got flown out there due to school, just due to him. Um, you know, they t- I had to come. Uh, went to California for the visit. You know what I'm saying? And then I just went to California just now. So. I think about it, you know, the only time I've really been far, far is from him. You know, I, I've done things like go to Atlanta and, and take some time off, which is cool. Those are good many vacations because you need those too. It rejuvenates your body. It's refreshing. But to have this long one, that to stay a week, it was, you know, it's a lot. I was I didn't miss my daughter, so I had to come back. Like, there's no way I could have stayed. I would, if, I, if I could, I would. Don't get me wrong. But there's no way I could stay, you know. And then that was, that was the best part because... It's almost like when somebody miss you, you know what I'm saying? Allowing somebody time to miss you. You know how, like, dope that is. Um, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But um, allowing somebody to miss you, I remind me to get into that. But, you know, what I'll say is, you know, I could tell my daughters miss me being around too. And, you know, that that, that helped a lot. Because, you, like I said, when you're around somebody every day or a lot of times, almost like a relationship, you take it for granted. You stop doing stuff you used to do or this damn third because you just assume they're going to be there this damn third. And... To me, you know, you, you feel love, you know what I'm saying? But coming back, you really feel love. Like, Bailey, like, just touching my face, making sure of me, like, grabbing me, not letting me go. Like, all day, she been around me. Like, I just got free. Like, maybe 10 minutes ago. And we 10 minutes in this podcast. So, that should tell you. I was setting this up. She was, I had to hold her. Like, she didn't want to let me, I, she not going to, I put it down on, on, on the ground. She she fold her legs like she not going to, like, she, I guess she, she going to sit on the ground or whatever, but. Yeah, that was dope. But yeah, my vacation was dope. Um, I I I liked it. You know, um, uh, I don't like flying. I'll say that. But I'm not gonna get too much into that. You know, um, but I'll say that. You know, what I'm saying the dope part about the vacation was the change of plans that I had. You know, what I'm saying I had one one thing set in mind, and then I changed my plans real quick. And um, I think that was the best thing to me, just being around my brother as much as I was, um, for the amount of time I was. You know, what I'm saying that was dope. And we had a good time. We had fun. We laughed and just joked all day. Like, you know, it was nothing, it was nothing, never nothing serious. You know what I'm saying? I had a whole week of just laughter. You know what I'm saying? Nothing serious. Nothing, nothing crazy. No, 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 no arguments. Nothing, nothing, none of that stuff. I was just, I was good. And it's been a long time. Seven days without none of that is, is good for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, that's about that. I guess to really sum it up, let me get this, get this Pepsi real quick. I guess the, I guess it's something that really I just had to, you know, let him know. Now, with my actions, not me just telling him that, you know, to me, uh, you know, I'm going to love him regardless. Like, I'm always look up to him, 
you know, um, be inspired by him regardless, whether the ball bouncing or not. You know what I'm saying? That's That was the main thing I wanted to kind of preach to him. We play games. I'm going to play games. I lost every time. Um, but, yeah, you know, we played and we just did stuff. And that was dope. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was a real vacation. Uh, no drama, no nothing. Just just brotherly love. And like I said, I ain't been around him. Even when he come home, it's like it's so much stuff you got to do. You can't even, you know, you got you to kind of split your time up. I had undivided attention pretty much. You know, he, he was, I could tell he wanted me to be there because he didn't want to go to class. But, no, nah, I said, no, nah, nigga, you got to go to class. <laughs> We're not doing that. I also um, shout out to everybody that listened to the last um, two tracks, two podcasts I put out. One was a pilot of a show, Fire and Ice. Um, shout out to the feedback I got from that. I got some good feedback from that. I'm not going to read on this podcast because it's really not It's not this podcast. I'm not going to do that. But I do like the feedback I got. Um, it was very uh, positive, you know what I'm saying, for the most part. Well, it was all positive, to be honest. So everybody said it was good and it was a go. So that we might rock with that. Um, and also for the sexual harassment episode, I got the most feedback from that. That was real good. Um, I see that everybody liked the dialogue we had, the conversation we had. Uh, I do want to point out that the the podcast with that it wasn't it wasn't to be a corporate kind of podcast. It was a I wanted to create dialogue between a a, a, a male and a female on a topic where. Uh, a lot of females do feel as if males don't understand um, the everyday uh, interaction women have to go through as it pertains to sexual harassment. What is sexual harassment and sexual misconduct and things of that nature? So I, I wanted to speak with somebody who had, um, who, not not saying they had firsthand experience, but obviously they did. Um, but I wanted to speak with somebody who was outspoken about it, who had their own uh, ideas behind why certain things happen, um, and just had their own examples of things, you know what I'm saying? Uh, their own accounts of being being sexually harassed or uh, being a first-hand witness of sexual harassment or being a victim of sexual um, mis- misconduct. So that's what that was about, and that was dope. I got good feedback from that. I'm not going to read anybody's comment, but I'm going to read a few. Um, shout out to Sonya again for even doing the episode. That was dope. I think I put it at the right, right time, too. We did that at least about two, three weeks, before, maybe a month before I even put it out, so that was dope. Um in sexual harassment situations, it can be tricky because even if a person is playing or joking, it can still be considered sexual harassment. Most women brush it off, but that doesn't make it okay. I think it's so common that men don't realize how serious it is, and it's really the women to blame. Think about it. If women reported sexual harassment situations more often, more men would think twice. Thin line, because a woman can say something and she's just trying to be nice, and men take the wrong way and run with it. All right, another one. Um... The person being harassed doesn't have to be the one to report it, though. Anyone that is affected can report the harassment. So if a bystander happens to see or hear anything that they're affected by, like a guy slapping a girl on the butt or saying a sexual gesture, it can be sexual harassment and reported as such. So that was a good comment. Uh, I didn't know that. See something, say something type of thing, you know, if you went to that. Um, that's actually, a, I didn't know that. So that was cool. I didn't know that somebody else can actually file sexual harassment for you. That's good. Um, I think it's more verbal for women than anything. It doesn't just happen at work with coworkers and supervisors, but even customers and clients. You have sexy lips or I like how you're sucking that straw. Once a guy said, I sure wish I was that phone in your back pocket right now. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry. And someone even told me, I like how you're eating that chicken. What else can you do with those lips? And he started making sexual sounds with his mouth. That's actually kind of wild if he did that. If he did that for real, that's kind of wild. He might be. Never mind, but that's kind of wild. Um, 
It's sad to say that women have to deal with this, constantly deal with this, and in the workplace we have to play it off, and we or we'd be looked at as a problem. Okay, that's that's, that's a good that's a good point too. Um, good point, Sonia made. When a guy wants sex and he offers you a bunch of stuff, a guy asked what I did over the weekend. I said pay bills. He said, you know I can take care of that for you. I was shocked that he would even think it was okay to say something like that. Like, what do I look like? Do I look like I need a nigga to help me pay bills? Do I look like, sorry, do I look like a gold digger? Do I look like a girl that sleeps around for money? What makes a man say that? With question marks. I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not offering pay anybody bills. So, but yeah, I don't know. If, if you're a man, you say that. Yeah, answer that question for me, man. Um, men get men get sexually harassed as well, but I don't think it's that often. And when they do, most are okay with it, unless it's a very unattractive woman or he's being threatening in other way, like his money or possessions. Okay, that makes sense. Um, that's kind of <laughs> it's kind of funny that you said most are okay with it. I don't you know them stats for that. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's uh, last comment reading says. I think it's funny when ugly guys really try stuff, though. Like, dude, first of all, do I even look like I would be interested in a person like you? <laughs> That's fucked up, though, but okay. I mean, that may sound mean, but it's true, LOL. Females really feel that way sometimes. Um, Last thing, Maria says, to answer your question in the podcast, how do you tell a guy in a nice way but not sounding like you're coming off mean or rude or whatever? I think it's better in writing. But if she wants to do it face to face, it can be it can be very uneasy. Bob dot dot dot. I think you're a cool person and I like you as a friend, but I don't feel comfortable when you do this. Dot 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 or say that dot dot dot. I'm not upset with you, but just please respect my decision that I would prefer you not to do those things anymore. So those are the comments from the um that I'm reading at least from the Sexual Harassment Podcast. So appreciate everybody for listening to that and liking it. Actually, a lot of the comments I got was actually over the phone. So I spoke about it more than um, comments-wise. So it's really hard to read all the comments I got, but it was really dope. It was really good. Um, I like that dialogue. Um, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully... Uh-oh, who's calling me? But hopefully, um, you know, I can get more like that, of course. So let's get into this podcast, man. Now, um, what I want to do is, I've been wanting to do this for a minute, and I forgot, I'm not going to lie, and I just seen, um, he put out part two, so, and I put this, the link to this, uh, audio clip I'm about to play in the, uh, description, um, but it's the comfort zone, uh, anybody that follows the podcast, I had, uh, Conquer Jones on here, um, you know, about a year ago, around, you know, about a year and a half ago, um, we did an episode, he said he was starting a comfort zone, um, he's been doing it, and, um, it's a, it's a, actually, it's funny. The last episode I had Sonya on here. Sonya's on this episode of the Comfort Zone, as well as somebody else that I know, um, named Orlando. He's Mexican. I'm not sure if I should even tell you that, but yeah, he is. And you'll, I guess you'll know that by the audio clip that I play. But anyway, um, one of the questions that was asked was, how do you, I want to say, how do you rekindle the spark or how do you get that spark back in like in a relationship or something like that, whatever the case may be. And, uh, I want to play, uh, his his answer and then I wanna go on from there and then I want y'all to I'll also when you listen to the podcast and give me the feedback, I want y'all to answer this question. And the question is, um, how do you get that spark back? So here we go. I mean I would say to start the spark again, uh I don't know. Start off like you started when you were talking, like 
cute names, you know, cute text messages, this and that, phone calls, you know, surprises, gifts. Um, but if that doesn't work out, then I mean, it's over with, pretty much. All right, all right. So um, that that was uh, my, my man Orlando's response. And like I said, the whole the whole first part of the video, I want to say it's like maybe eighteen minutes is real, or fifteen something like that. But it's real good, it's real dope. Uh, I would advise you guys to watch it and then watch part two, which is um, by my mistake, in the fifty minutes. And I watched that sometime tonight. Um, <clears throat> and I'll share it out there on Facebook as well. So you can also find it on the Morning Masters Facebook page, as well as um in the description for this uh. This podcast, if you go to Apple, it should be in the description box. You should be able to click the link. Um, so, yeah, I want your opinion on that. First of all, yeah, I want your opinion on his uh, response, and then I want your response as well as to what, what, what you think can be done. Um, even if you've never been in a situation or anything like that, just tell me. Now, um, what I want to say is, <laughs> like I said, the, the dude is, um, if you couldn't tell right here, he's young. He's, I think he's 21 or 22, 23. I don't know, but he's young. Um and he's a cool dude. And I was talking to Conklin. I was telling him, like, you know, I felt like it was dope to have uh, somebody that had been through situations. Like, you know, they more seasoned in that department. And then a young person because the stuff he said, I think he said something like, you know, uh, gifts or something like that. When you're trying to rekindle something or, like, just get a spark back. I, me personally, I just don't feel like gifts are going to really do anything. Like, yeah, you should want to do it because just to do it, I guess you feel like it would be happy. But... When it comes down to it, you know, if that spark not there, you could, you know, you could buy somebody a car for all you care, a brand new one. It'd just be temporarily happy, you know. It's not really going to, it's going to be a quick fix. It's not necessarily going to solve that um that gap that's there. Because obviously something missing, some kind of disconnect, right? And um, so I, I felt that first when he said it. But then it just, I think he said um if that didn't work, then it's just over. Like, <laughs> that's also funny because... To me, it's like um, it's no, it's really no point. At that point, if that's the that's the if that's the that's the outlook on it. You know, if my gift's not working, or me sending cute texts or giving you a nickname is not working, then it must not. It's not. It's not. It's not gonna work. That's um, like I said, that's a young response. You know, what I'm saying, but when you're younger, you're able to think like that. And you're able to have them kind of responses because one, you either haven't been through enough or you haven't analyzed your life enough. You don't have to be through a, but you don't have to go through a bunch of relationships, but just. It, analyzing stuff comes with a certain uh, age, or you know, you look back on things. And when you're that young, you're not looking back on nothing. But but me personally, I feel like you know, I was told child would do a response to that, not a whole video, but just a response to that particular question. I was talking to people in there, and at first it was disagreeing, but as I explained it, you know, which I feel like I, I don't have to at, really, to be honest. Um, I feel like it's you know, it's something everybody gonna know. Um, me personally, I feel like if, if, if it's something in that particular setting, that in that way you're trying to just get a spark back. Like, I always tell people, you have, like, I was someone missing early, like, you know, let people miss you. That's what you have to do sometimes. So sometimes you got to just cut off anything, like, just just nothing. Distance, you know what I'm saying? That's the best. I think that rekindles thing, or that can get a spark back, because it creates it, it, it creates a situation where somebody has to miss you or just get over you, you know what I'm saying? Either one, and that's fine, you know what I'm saying? Getting over is fine, and, and missing is fine as well. But, um... And I talked to another, I talked to somebody else that's actually married now, and I asked him about this particular question, and um, she agreed, she even told me, like, I'm not going to tell her business, but she even told me um, that, you know, her and her husband have been together for a minute now, I don't know, years, years and years, and one time she left, one time he left, you know what I'm saying, like, but when they left, like, they came back to, the, you know, and it's like, 
you you see that okay I I miss this I want this or whatever like just creating that that feeling of missing that okay this this don't ha- it's not it's this is not always gonna be here or it, it creates a, a situation where you're not taking something for granted so to speak you know what I'm saying and like I said in in the day two things can happen you can also just separate and, and go separate ways and like nobody misses nobody nobody say anything which is fine also because then that tells you where you at with that but. In the event that is that's not the case, that's a good way to rekindle because now it's time it's time missed. So now I gotta catch up on that time. You gotta catch up on each other live. You gotta talk about things, different things to talk about, whether it's a month, a year, two, three, I don't know how long, you know, that will happen, but I'm just assuming. Let's just say it is months. Or let's say it's a year. It's a whole year's worth of catching up you gotta do. And sometimes catching up is that spark. You have meet somebody and you ain't seen in a long time, you I hit each other, y'all talk, da 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 boom. Damn, we was cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it just happens, and and you can also you know separate on your own. You know what I'm saying? Without actually having a fallout or say, listen, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes you let go. You know, and like you know how they, this that saying they be saying um uh if it come back around is this something like that one of them little crazy sayings that people be saying just to break up with you. But yeah, it's like one of them things. You know um if it come back that you know if it's how you know it's real or something like that. I just feel like, you know, in that particular question, it was just funny to see the age difference, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to play uh, Sonya's part because she had a, to me, at least, not saying his wasn't reasonable, but she had a more um, of a of an adult answer, I would say, like, you know what I'm saying? Just the whole, I, th- I think the gifts part, really, it kind of got me the gifts part, but shout out to Orlando, shout out to Sonya, shout out to Conquer, shout out to Comfort Zone. That was a good segment. Uh, I didn't mean to, you know, wait so much time to actually do it, but... I had a lot of content and some stuff just it just it wouldn't fit well with it. But yeah, make sure you go check that out. It's a whole thing on relationships. I don't too much talk about relationships like that. I don't. That's not my lane. Um, but if if that's that's the lane, you know, some people are in, and he get guests for those kind of lanes, and they do a good job. And I think that um Orlando and Sonya did a real, real great job on that uh, comfort zone relationship do's and don'ts. I think that's what it's called. Part one and part two. I'll share it on more master's page, like I said, and then I'll put. Uh, part one, since I did the snippet in the um in the uh, the fucking um description, yeah, description. All right, um, oh now we gotta get into what we gotta get into now, huh? Juicy stuff. All right, we get into Monique real quick. Oh boy, that shit off, man. Um. Monique, all right, uh, anybody that don't know by now, Monique is asking all of us, I guess the black people, I'm not even sure who she's asking, but I'm assuming black people, to boycott Netflix. Before I get into uh, uh, whether I'm boycotting or not or what reason she had behind it, I want to play her clip. So it's going to be two clips, but I want to play the first clip first that came out when she first said uh, or first, first asked us to uh, boycott Netflix, and then we'll go from there. I am asking that you stand with me and boycott Netflix for gender bias and color bias. I was offered a $500,000 deal last week to do a comedy special. Sound good to me. However, Amy Schumer was offered $11 million, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle $20 million. Okay. Then Amy Schumer went back and renegotiated $2 more million because she said, I shouldn't get what the men are getting, they're legends. However, I should get more, and Netflix agreed. When we asked Netflix to explain the difference, why the money was so different, they said, well, we believe that's what Monique will bring. We said, well, what about my resume? They said, we don't go off of resumes. Then we asked them, 
What was it about Amy Schumer? And they said, well, she sold out Madison Square Garden twice, and she had a big movie over the summer. Is that not Amy Schumer's resume? And then Netflix said, by the way, we believe Monique is a legend too. Why shouldn't I get what the legends are getting? Please stand with me in this boycott of Netflix. I love us for real. <laughs> okay, uh, now that I got that out of the way, first I want to say... They were testing good knowledge of 80s no, no, R&B. Okay. Um, sorry. First, I want to say, yo, dog, get out of here. <laughs> yo, turn it off, man. All right. Um, all right. First, I want to say, at the end, she said, um, she loves us for real. Uh, my first thing on that is, you want us to boycott because you didn't get the amount of money you think you deserve. Doesn't really show that you love us for real. That's number one. Um, but just to, just to double back on what she said. Okay, so clearly she's upset. She's not getting uh, what she feels she's worth from Netflix. All right, um, that's cool. Netflix have been giving out some crazy deals, and when I say crazy, I don't mean that they shouldn't be getting them. I'm saying that it's a lot of money. That's all. Uh, Dave Chappelle, I think he got sixty million, so like twenty million a piece for for three specials, which all have done well, and I'm pretty sure they made way over sixty million. Um. He he probably should have asked for more to be honest, but we're not gonna get into that. Uh, oh, number one thing I never want to mention. I never want to hear Dave Chappelle's name with, mentioned with Monique when it comes to comedy um, comedians. I'm sorry, and it's no disrespect to Monique. I feel like, well, I'm not gonna say I feel like she is because I, I don't. I mean, she's a legend. I know that for sure. Um, it's a lot of legends that I just I'm not a fan of. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't remember the last time Monique was really funny, and I'm not trying to diss her at all. I just don't remember the last time she was really funny. I don't see I don't see no demand for a Monique stand up or special. I do know last year um she did some stand up, she did some like you know some clubs, hit some clubs. I guess she working on material probably to, you know, do a special and this is probably why she's doing it. She's trying to shop a special now. I don't remember hearing that it was that great though, to be honest. Um that's just me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe somebody else heard different. However, um, I I don't I don't like I don't like the fact that she that she is asking us to boycott Netflix because she isn't getting what she deserves. Do I think five hundred thousand is what she deserves? I can't say because I'm not Netflix. I don't know what they basing it off. Um, listening listening to her speech, they saying that they don't base it off your resume, and then she said that Amy Schumer, which I don't know if anybody know her. Now, I know her because I I mean she was in Trainwreck. She she's written a lot of things. Um, she's been on a lot of shows. I seen her on. I was with my. I was. I was actually. I was over to my house one time and I seen Amy Schumer do a special. Um, do Saturday Live. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Saturday. Sorry, Saturday Night Live. And she did the um the beginning. I don't know if they call it the monologue or something like that. And that shit was funny. And she went for a minute, a good minute too. And that's my first time really realizing, like, oh shit, she's funny. So she's talented, you know what I'm saying. But the demand is high for her because she's new. She's fresh. Um, so the man is high for her. I don't see how, I, I think it's unfair for Monique to even compare the two, but I get why she's doing it because you want that bag. You want that bread. You want your money. Cool. I understand that. That's fine. Um, let's get into, let's get into it. Let's dissect it though. Okay. Um, Monique, looking at her resume, to me, she, she has been funny before. I'm not going to lie. She has been funny. She made me laugh plenty of time. I like the Parkers, which is why I played the theme song. I feel like if this was around that era, 2001, 2, 3, 4, 5, maybe 6 even, and she wanted to get a substantial amount of money for a special, 
then yes, I, I would I would say she's deserving of it. This is 2007. This is 2018, matter of fact. 2018. Nobody's checking for a Monique standout special. I'm just gonna keep it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Nobody, nobody is looking for a Monique special. All right. I think a lot of people even forgot she did comedy. To be honest, she's been in a lot of serious roles. You look at Pressure. You see the stuff she won awards for. It's been more serious roles. Um. She hasn't been funny in a long time. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny saying that. I remember she had a TV show on BET, if I'm not mistaken. I think it lasted from 2009 to 2012. And I'm saying I think, meaning that I actually did my research. So that's that's the year. So don't 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 fact check me. I know sometimes y'all be fact checking when y'all, y'all into people, y'all like certain people, whatever the case may be. Um, <clears throat> that's just my opinion, though. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if anybody listening, if y'all if y'all could honestly say. Monique is very, very, very funny. I like her stand-up. If y'all can name me three stand-ups without Googling, I would gladly, gladly just be like, you know what? Maybe you're right. But I don't know nobody that can do that. I know one stand-up from Monique, and that's because I just looked it up. But I remember what it was. I just I just, I just, just didn't remember the title. And that was, I Could Have Been Your Cellmate. And I was in high school at the time, so that had been 2007, 2006, 2008 maybe at the least. At the earliest, I mean. And that was it was it was okay, you know what I'm saying? It was cool. It was nice. it was very it was well productive. Um the production was good. It was it was it was funny. It wasn't like hilarious, crazy, jump out your feet seat funny, but it was funny. Um I I just don't see I don't see what she's talking about when she says it's, it's this sexism and gender bias thing. I don't think she should make anywhere near what Dave Pell making or anywhere near what Cat Williams will make, anywhere near with a lot of a lot of even Mike Epps, who's not even crazy funny, I feel like his stand up would do better than the Monique stand up. And I'm not not dissing Monique at all because she's funny. I'm just being realistic here. Why should we boycott Netflix? Because you feel like you deserve a crazy amount of money off the off the fact that you're a legend and somebody else is a legend. This is where I think the gender bias come from. It's a lot of funny comedians that's females. I mean, it's, I don't know too many that's that's crazy hilarious though. I'm just gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. There's some funny females, yes, that that that, that do stand up. I don't know no female Richard Pryors. I don't know no female Eddie Murphy's. I don't know no female Martin Lawrence's. I don't know any female Kevin Hart's. I don't know any female Cat Williams. Like these are people that's putting in work. You talk about you can talk about some more or even the queens of comedy. Like they funny. Don't get me wrong, but they are not this crazy funny to me. They had. That moment, which was cool, but they not have I'm not saying they're not putting in work. They put in work, but they not they not doing the specials that that the men aren't doing anyway. So to say it's a gender bias is kind of crazy to me because I don't know too many female comedians that are gonna make more than a male comedian. Amy Schumer, yeah, because she's popping right now. She's hot. It's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? But before I, before I finish and get into it, I wanna I wanna. Play her other one she did, other other video she said, so I can finish her off. When I finish her off, but finish it off from here. So hold on, let me find that shit real quick. Oh boy, where is it when you need it, huh? Okay, here we go. And she got to stop looking like this too. Damn, like somebody grandma. Hey, my loves, I just found out that my sister Wanda Sykes was offered two hundred and fifty thousand dollars from Netflix to do a comedy special. I was offered five hundred thousand dollars, and our sister Amy Schumer. She was offered $13 million. Now, some would ask, how is it that Wanda Sykes and Monique, together, these two black women who have 50-plus years in the comedy game, be offered 
$750,000 between the both of us and Amy Schumer get $13 million. Now this has nothing to do or going against Amy Schumer. If our sister was able to get that, she was supposed to. But how is it that when it comes to these two black female comedians that are still at the top of their game after 50 plus years being in this business, be offered $750,000 collectively? Make that make sense. Okay, I don't have to make that make sense, but hold on. I'm making I'm make it make sense for you real quick. Hold on. Before I, I go any further, I, I want to say this because I want to make sure I'm, I'm objective because I'm probably going to say some jokes. Don't get me wrong because I do think this is a funny situation because I feel like we only hear about this because she didn't get what she wanted. Had she got what she wanted, we wouldn't be boycotting Netflix and there wouldn't be no gender bias, right? Whatever number she wanted, she, she wasn't able to get, at the, uh, clearly. It's more to the story, but I'm not going to even dig, dig, dig that deep into it because it's Monique. I don't have, I shouldn't have to. She a legend. She should go about this a different way. But let's let's just let's put it on the table here, okay? I want to say this first. I did I did watch an interview of her with Sway in the Morning. Why of all places she went to Sway in the Morning to discuss this? I don't know. Why not go to the Breakfast Club? To me, that that's, that's that that'd be the platform to do this. At, if if that's the case, but I, I'm guessing she didn't want to go there because they probably going to tell her the truth. I could see somebody like Charlemagne asking her, like, but do you really think you're worth Dave Chappelle money or Amy Schumer money right now? And she probably didn't want to deal with the heat. She was asking Sway these questions, like, Sway, should I do this? Should I do that? And he was kind of, he didn't even have a, a, a real a firm answer. I would play that, but I'm, I'm not playing, I'm not, I'm tired of playing clippings right now. But you could tell he kind of just saying, yeah, because she was there. You know, it's like the nigga that just, that don't want to be objective for some reason. And, and that's how he was. No respect to him. But he didn't have the right answer because whatever he said wasn't right. Um, right now, I would I would say this. Five hundred K, maybe it might it might be a little bit disrespectful, and that's might. But at the most, at the most, I would say two million. She hasn't done kind of. I mean, kind of. She hasn't done stand up comedy in so long. I don't know how funny she is. Yes, she put a lot of work in, and that's fine. But if they say they don't go with resumes, and then they telling you, well, she just saw that masculine garden, you're looking at it as a resume of them saying that. They're not looking at it as a quote-unquote resume. They're looking at it as, can you sell out Madison Square Garden? Because that's a, that's a, the Knicks don't even sell out Madison Square Garden sometimes. The Knicks. And they play there every 41 games a year. The very few artists have sold out Madison Square Garden. That is a big arena. That's a lot to sell out. You take those numbers. It's not about a resume. You take those numbers. She sold it out twice, which means that the people that came the first time probably came back the second time. If not, more people probably try to come back the second time. Whatever it can be. I don't know how that works, but she sold it out twice. That means something. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at her negotiating these deals, I don't know how much. Matter of fact, let me, look. Let me check it out. Hold on. Let me look at this up real quick. All right. So just real quick math. We're going to do this. Madison Square Garden, its capacity is twenty thousand. So it's a little over twenty thousand, like almost twenty one thousand. But we're going to say we're going we're going to stick with twenty thousand. All right. So Madison Square Garden capacity is twenty thousand. I looked up Amy Schumer tickets. It said seventy one dollars is the average ticket. I was just going to do fifty, but we're just going for sake. We're going to do sixty dollars. Okay. So I'm going to do twenty thousand times sixty. That is one point two million. Multiply that by two because she sold it out twice. Two point four million, okay. That's for a live show. Let's just go see it live. That's not. That's not. That's just to go out and see it. So I don't know if it's December. I don't know if it was the summertime. I don't know what time of year it was. It could have been cold for a lot. I don't know. But I mean, people getting up, buying their tickets, going to get ready, going out to see her. 
It, that means transportation. That means walking to the, that means getting up off your ass and actually going to see somebody, okay? $2.4 million being brought in. I don't know how to show it. I don't know how funny it was. I don't know none of that shit. Sold it out, though. That's all I know. That's all, all I'm hearing is sold out. That's all Netflix is, hearing. Netflix is hearing. Sold out twice. I don't know if Monique is selling out any anything. To to even want her to be even bringing Amy Schumer up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of... Like, why are you going to stop somebody else's bag? Because you, you feel like you a legend. What she should have did. This is, this is my take. I'm not boycotting Netflix. That's number one. I'm not going to boycott it. And I'm not, I'm not boycotting it. Because uh, not because of she because she asked me somebody said the other day like oh you people only boycott things if they like the person this and third I don't got a problem Monique I just don't feel like she's that funny right now I mean like I said I, I watched her I, I seen Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins it was cool she had a big role in that she wasn't that funny I'm be honest you know what it is to me to be hundred percent honest with you she lost weight I, I know it sounds crazy to me when comedians lose weight they always just seemed less funny to me. And if you're being really, really, really honest, Monique best jokes is talking about skinny. She says skinny bitches. I'm gonna just say women. Skinny women. That's her best that's her best jokes. What's she gonna talk about now? She's she's not she's not big no more. She's not even young, but she's not big no more. What she like what is she gonna those those her those were her best jokes to me. I'm never gonna I feel like playing a clip on Twitter which they had a clip today of uh, a minute of her stand up. And it wasn't funny. Um, yeah, it wasn't funny at all. And it was like, but she asking for, you know, whatever million, whatever. And I can't do nothing but agree on that. And has she put her work in? Hell yeah. But at the end of the day, this is a different climate of, of, of media now. It's not about your resume. It's not about what you did 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, is that, if, if, you, if, you talk, if you talk about resumes, technically speaking, you talk about resumes, so you tell me right now, Monique should make it more than Kevin Hart. Because she was saying she's the most decorated comedian, all these awards she got. You look at the awards, Kevin Hart don't got that many awards or whatever the case may be. Whatever she was kind of trying to compare her things to. I want to know, answer me this question, anybody listening, would y'all pay more to see Kevin Hart or Monique right now? I seen, I bought Kevin Hart tickets before, you know what I'm saying? I seen her every time he came to Augusta. It was 100, I think I want to say 100, Hundred and some, hundred like maybe hundred, maybe one twenty a piece. But I felt like I got more than what I paid for when I went to every show I went to by his, because the production was there. He was funny. The, the acts before him was funny, and it was it just like it's a feeling that you just don't get. Now, Kevin Hart, not even my favorite comedian. He, I don't think he's super, super, super funny. I think he's silly and he got good crowd control. Cool. I'm not just not about Kevin Hart. Though, so I'm not trying to diss him on that. I'm just saying. Um, to me, Dave Chappelle, very funny. Would I go pay to see Dave Chappelle? I'm be honest with you, probably not. But would I watch his special over and over again? Hell yeah. It's just different. Monique, you got to understand that. When you talk about comedy and you're talking about like specials and you're trying to get this money, the, the, this, this is the thing now. And this is this is the most important part about like media right now. What Netflix want to know is, are people going to click it? I can't picture... It being a Monique special, me saying, hmm, let me go see Monique talking about. So I'm just being honest with you. I have nothing against Monique, I promise you. She's not that funny to me. And she, maybe I might be tripping. I love the Parkers. Hey, Professor Ogilvy, I like that shit. It was funny to me, you know what I'm saying? But this is not 04, it's not 05. This is actually 13 years later. And she hasn't been that funny in that stretch. One of my favorite from I think one of my favorite movies about her is Fat Girls, I think. It was like her and some other big girl, and they meet this dude from Africa or some shit like that. I don't know. It was a funny movie, though. But that's funny. You know what I'm saying? 
after if I run, if I run down her track, you know what? Fuck that. You got me. I'm I'm already hot now. Hold on. Run down this track record real quick. All right. So with this track list, track record, whatever her, her um, you know, the movie she's been in and stuff she's done. I'm gonna start with. I'm gonna start from current to you know past or from now to 2000 whenever she start whatever the case may be and we gonna we gonna run this down and you tell me is she tri- is she is she tripping or I'm tripping alright so what we got we at alright almost Christmas 2016 movie was great um the movie I like the movie I seen it you know at, at a special place and I will say this the movie was good, and it wasn't because of Monique. But she had a good role in it. I'll give her that. Uh, Interwoven. Never heard of it. Bessie. Some TV show. Never heard of it. All right. 2014. Blackbird. Never heard of it. Uh, Step in the movie. 2009. I'm pretty sure it was trash. Uh, Precious. 2009. Good movie. Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. 2008. Good movie. Ugly Betty, 2007. Don't know what she played in that. The Boondocks, uh, 2007. Nip Tuck, two TV series, 2007. Rugrats, TV series, 2007. Bear Fest, 2006. Never heard of it. Fat Girls, 2006. I like that movie. Irish Jam, 2006. Never heard of it. Forest of Penguins, 2006. Never heard of it. Domino, 2005. Never heard of it. Shadow Boxer, 2005. Never heard of it. Hair Show, 2004. Good movie for that time. I'll give it to her. Good. I didn't like the movie like that, to be honest. But hair show, good movie. I seen that a few times, so you know I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm gonna give it that. I'm gonna give it that. Soul Plane, 2004. I'll give it that. The Parkers. We'll give it that for the Parkers. 1999 till 2004. Five years. That's a good show. Mind you, they was never the top 100 show though. I, I did my I did my research on all the ratings. Never was top 100 show. So that's that. Um, she did Bernie Mac show, Good Fences, Proud Family, Half Past Dead, Took Play That Game. Ah, uh, that's cool. Baby Boy. She had like a whole one. She just had one scene in there, but whatever. The Hughleys, Moesha, and Three Strikes. Cool. All right, now we ran down her track list for movies. I also want to do one more self because they, they, they don't they don't count that for self. Um, what was her damn uh stand up? I can't even find it. She did Love of Hip Hop. Didn't know she was on there. 2014. The Game. Okay. I guess she played herself. That was cool. She really played herself for real with the Netflix shit. Um, I can't even find one. I could have been your cellmate came out. Okay. She did, she, did, she did a documentary in 2007 called Behind Bars. I could have been your cellmate came out 2007 as well. All right. So that was her last stand up. All right. I could have been your cellmate. Cool. All right. So um, what I'm gonna say is this: for us, Monique thing, because like I, I'm, I have other shows I plan on doing this week, so I'm not gonna say everything I want to say on here. But I can give my 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 main opinion on here and just kind of work on it from there for other shows I'm gonna be on. Um, and I, I'll share those. Y'all check that out. But when it comes to Monique, is she a legend? Hell yeah. I, I'm, ne- I'm never gonna take away from her. She put work in. You know what I'm saying? It's hard in this business as a female. Now what what this what I what I, what I would have what I would have respected because I did see the sweat interview and I seen it one part she said it really stuck with me and I can understand it if that if she had said that at first okay but she didn't say that which I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to that last because I don't wanna I don't wanna mess my stuff up right now but Monique but it comes down to her is like this 
she thought she 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 started doing other stuff, getting more serious roles. You know, it's hard for me to really say, okay, she deserved such a amount of money because Precious. She wasn't a comedian, Precious. Don't get me wrong. She she do got a funny line of Precious. My brother always say that line from the movie. Oh, you an uppity bitch, ain't you? Like, I'm sorry, that shit is funny to me. It's funny to him. It's funny. The movie's not funny. Don't get me wrong. But I always like Monique. I like Monique in that movie. I felt like she did such a good job that people started to dislike her for real. Cause that's how much that's how great of an actor she was in that movie. I think she's a now I think about it, she's a great actor. She might be a better actor than she is comedian. And that might be a thing too. Now if she was doing a Netflix movie, she probably get more money. But she's doing a stand-up. And my thing is this. I don't think anybody anywhere is looking for a Monique stand-up. When when Dave Chappelle, the reason why Dave Chappelle get that money, and I'm gonna tell you this is why. Remember how earlier in the podcast I was talking about letting people miss you? That's Monique's problem. We'd never been allowed to miss Monique. When I just said that stuff, every year she was in something. It was no years taken off. Every year she was in something. Even if it was even if it wasn't that great, it was in something every year. The Parkers come on, it is syndicated now. The Parkers come on, damn, every day now, to today. We never have to go without seeing Monique. Whatever. She play and she do these little cameos all the time, everywhere, everywhere. Cameo here, cameo there, cameo there, cameo there. It's no demand for you, because you're everywhere. We can see you all the time. There's no, and there's nothing she can do about this. There's no demand for her. Dave Chappelle, he get that bread. You know why? It was like a, it was like a damn rare sight to see him. Also, just money wise, let's talk about this. Remember how they made Dave Chappelle look crazy to turn down fifty million dollars? Well, it's come forward. It's come out that around that time, he actually, him and the network made five hundred million dollars off the Chappelle so show season one and two. Five hundred million dollars. And they cut him a check for ten percent of that. So when you, when you really think about it, and you think about how, how oh he crazy because he left him to Africa. No, I put all his work in. He did that. He did that. Chappelle shit. His own skits. His own one. His own team. He did that. Comedy Central didn't do that. They made the money and gave him ten percent of it. So when you think about that. Now that's some. I, I that's some. Is boy is boycott worthy to me? This man didn't put all his blood, sweat, and tears into this show, to this creation. He created all that content. It was all him, all Chappelle. It wasn't no comments that you didn't have no hand in this. All Chappelle. And y'all said, okay, we made find a man. I'm going to give you 10% of that. We know how crazy that sound, man. We know how crazy that sound. But, you know, that's, 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 that's for another story. But I just wanted to let you know, this is another reason why Dave Chappelle get the money he get. Business sense. Putting your all into it, doing your own content. Like I said, I don't know Monique for being no 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 crazy stand up person. I did watch Queens of Comedy. It wasn't better than Kings of Comedy. I'm just gonna keep it real with you. Um, and then the Kings of Comedy ain't even really that many kings. You know, it was just they were just big names. I think there's plenty more plenty more funny people than those four guys that was on there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what I want to get to with Monique is this, right? <laughs> I have no issue with her. Like I, I want one thing I don't want to be overshadowed by what I'm saying is that I'm talking about Monique. I'm not talking about black women or women as a gender and, and, and all. And I'll talk about that with somebody else in the pocket. They want to come on here and talk about women pay and equal pay and stuff like that. That's fine to talk about. I'm talking about Monique because this is what it's about. When that first video she put out and the first audio clip I played, she didn't say anything about she just it's about her. It wasn't about this person, that person. It's about her. We're boycotting because she was lowball in her mind. We're not boycotting because 
it's a bunch of women that was, that was, that was lowball. No, it was just her only. And then she started calling around, said Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, I love her to death. She she has she has funny moments. I seen her stand up before. She she actually pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. Wanda Sykes is kind of funny. Um, she might be worth the same amount of money right now, but she might be worth more because she actually been on a show. I don't know, but they don't go on resume. Like in today's society, are, are people click like answer this question for me? Are you clicking Monique for a special? Are you clicking on the sites for a special? Is that something you think about? If you if you go to Redbox, if you see Monique special, is that something you get? No, you get in the movie. Like, would you rather see Monique in movie or stand up? And that's probably what she need to work on. Working a Netflix deal for a movie. Nobody wants to see you do stand up. And the thing is this, Monique and way society today's society is set up, which is another another reason why I'm not even gonna think about boycotting Netflix. You could do it yourself. It was this video somebody put up today and um. He 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 matched her followers and said her followers on Facebook, her followers on Twitter. He multiplied about two or took twenty percent of that, this damn third, and said she could make eight hundred thousand if she did this did it this way, da da da, which is more than Netflix off her. And that's all well and dandy. If Netflix not taking your special, shop it somewhere else. Like why are we boycotting Netflix because they didn't give you the amount of money you wanted? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I'm broke anyway. Whether you get the money or not, like why am I boycotting Netflix? And to, to be 100% honest, you want me to be 100% honest? I've been boycotting Netflix since the first month I had it. You know why? Because they told me 30 days, it's free. After that, they would charge me. One day, I'm going to get some food. They didn't have the money in my car. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Check my account. They took $9.99 out. I canceled my account ASAP. They they transferred me the money back to my account. I've never had a Netflix account since then. Since 2011, I've been boycotting Netflix. But I watch it all the time due to other people that choose to pay for Netflix. I take their ID and they log in and I go in there all the time. So, yes, I've been boycotting Netflix for my own personal reasons, but not for Monique. I was hungry that day, all right? <laughs> but for real... I'm not I'm not gonna boycott Netflix just because Monique not getting the money she deserved. And even if it was ten female pe- uh, uh, comedians or or whatever said that they was they they got lowball, I'm not boycotting Netflix for lowballing y'all. Like that's I mean that's that's on y'all. Yeah, that's y'all money. That's not I'm not a comedian. That's not me. I'm trying to laugh. Well, like boycott Netflix. I'm a, I boycott Netflix. Then what? They should pay up another special. And they should shit's been funny. His his three stand his three stand has been funny as hell. It's been really funny. Them shit's been hilarious. I'm, I'm not. I, I like to laugh. I'm not boycotting Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'll say this: if she had, if she had said this the first time she put a video out, I would, I would think about it more, more so than than I would now. Um, I'm tired of everything being a race issue or being a sexist issue. I hate it. Um, but I do understand it exists though, so don't get that confused. I just hate it in this particular situation. I feel like she's a legend. I feel like she can shop her. Did shop her movie or her special anywhere else, and and she probably make more more than five hundred thousand. My thing is this: shop at other places first. Before you complain to Netflix, shop at other places first. If they give you, if they if they offer you a big amount of money, and Netflix give you five hundred k, and you go to Showtime and they say, hmm, okay, we'll do five million, or you go to HBO, they say, hmm, we we'll do seven million, or you go to whatever other channel or pay-per-view or whatever, and they say, you know what? Hmm, we'll do $10 million. Then you can boycott Netflix. You can call a boycott for Netflix. Then, obviously, they lowballing you. But if they giving you 400000 700000 600000 
800000 All that shit sounds like the same ballpark to me. And that just might be what you reference in, in this climate of the, of the game. I know your resume is, is substantial. That's cool. Um, I know you put a lot of work in. Never, never take that away from you. You put a lot of work in. You did your thing. Um, I know you're a black sister and you say you're for the people. You know? Um, it's funny. You never know these 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 comedians, these stars are quote unquote for the people until shit don't go right with them. And I'm just I'm keeping it real. Like you never know that until stuff don't go right with them. You know what I'm saying? And Monique, to be honest with you, I keep I I follow stuff. Last year she had some stuff where she was doing stand up. She was dissing Oprah, Tyler Perry, and and and, and what's that? And, and Lee Daniels, the director from um uh, Precious. She was dissing them and her stand-up, whatever can be saying she's been blackballed from Hollywood. I don't know if she's been blackballed now. I, I can't tell you like that. I don't know. I see it everywhere I, everywhere I turn around. So I, I feel like if she had been blackballed, it's hard for me to find out because she's been around. It's no demand for Monique. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's sitting there thinking like, hmm, we need some more female comedians. We got some female funny comedians. They they start acting. They start making that bread. Um, Amy Schumer is cool. Like I said, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not huge on her. But I know what she's what she's doing right now, and in this climate, it's just worth more than what you have what you what you've done, Monique. And it's just, I hate to say it, it's just it's just business. It's just business. It's my sell. You 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 know what, Monique? You do a show at Madison Garden. If you could sell it out twice, then you could talk to them about boom. You know what I'm saying? Doing this and third. And the main thing is this, and I, I hate to keep going on and on about this, but it's the main thing, right? <laughs> Netflix told her to, to come and audition or something like that. And she was uppity about it and was like, nah, my resume speaks for itself. They said, okay, we'll get back to you. Boom. Give it a price. You chose not to come in and in, 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 in audition because you feel like you're a legend. You feel like you was above that. Cool. So now you got to take what they give you. You Who knows? You could have went, went and you could have blew it out the water and they said, hmm, this shit going to be funny. $10 million. We, you don't you don't know. You chose to to go based off your name. You see everybody else getting a bag right now. And this, if you want to be honest with you, you see everybody else getting a bag right now. And now you want a bag. And since they didn't give you the heavy bag, you want us to boycott. But we broke. We broke. A lot of us are boycott. A lot of us use somebody else's account anyway, or we just make up emails every month. Y'all know the game. So it's it's, it's plain and simple. So my thing is this. Netflix, I feel like Netflix gave you a trial period. You know what I'm saying? And if and what was the final K for? Was it because Dave Chappelle did a sixty million three um three stand up deal? I don't know whether Monique was one, was it two, was it three? I don't know. If it was one, it probably was a you do it. It's a test run. You do it. See what the numbers looking like. Now when you go negotiate, boom, you can go in there and say, all right, I need this. Because you you state and they lowballing you, but the numbers might come back and shit. They might next time you might get. 200k you never know never know but that's my that's my thing with the monique thing i, I don't feel like it's, it's it's worthy to boycott netflix to be honest with you I, I don't feel like she's been funny in a very long time just to be honest with you i'm a fan of hers um i'm not looking for a stand-up of her but i would like to see her in some movies or you know produce some movies or work with some young talent because she's just funny um i think you know her time is pretty much past but funny doesn't have no expiration date you can be funny regardless i do feel like since she lost weight, she's been less funnier. So with them pounds, also went some humor, obviously. Um, I feel like that about all comedians that, that lose weight. Even, um, what's that dude named from Blackish? The, the, the Anthony Cat, whatever his name is, fat dude from Blackish. 
He's not as funny as he used to be when he was fat. He's not barbershop funny no more to me. But he's, he's doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just keeping honest. This is my honest opinion, you know what I'm saying? If y'all feel if I feel differently, tell me and tell me why. But that's I want to I want to want to stay here with the Monique thing. She mentioned that she couldn't take the 500k because what if she takes it and then Tiffany Haddish, who was who was on fire right now, wants to do a special, and they lowball her because they say, hey. Monique took 500k and look at her resume. I like that. That's a good point. Had she said that first, I I wouldn't I wouldn't have no issue with what she's doing right now. If she if, if she I wouldn't be boycotting, but I would have an issue with her wanting to boycott Netflix. If that was her reason, okay, you offer me 500k. What you gonna offer Tiffany Haddish? What you gonna offer some other black comedians that's trying to come up in the game? I'm all for that. Like if that if that was if that would be her case at first. But the fact of the matter is, it wasn't. It was only about her. She waited days and days and days of after that video dropped and started going through interviews. And now she's saying this stuff about Tiffany Haddish. Don't bring Tiffany Haddish into this. She ain't, obviously ain't shopping especially right now. She ain't hurting because she ain't boycotting nothing. You hurting. You upset. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring her into this. They probably wouldn't give her for 100K because right now she's popping. And you know what? Right now, people are going to watch that Tiffany Haddish, that Tiffany Haddish special. Before they watch Monique special, and that's just the, that's just the truth. I'm not trying to diss Monique. That's just the truth. Okay, that's just the truth. There's nothing I can do about that. I can't change that fact that Monique is not in high demand right now for a stand-up special. Even the Dave Chappelle specials I watched, like it took me like two weeks to watch the latest one that came out, and I, I watched it with my brother when I was in Cali, and that shit was funny to me. It was it was funny to me, you know what I'm saying? And it's just that. You know knowing what you're gonna get in return. Dave Chappelle, his stand up, he's known for stand up. Even though he's been in movies, but he he's been in classic movies too. Half Baked, um, Blue Street, those are two classic movies he's been in. Uh Nutty Professor, classic movie he's been in. Chappelle show, classic show, like one of the funniest ever sketch shows to ever be made. Probably you know what? The funniest probably. The funniest show to ever be made, you know, when it comes to sketch comedy. I'm taking Dave Chappelle's show over Living in Living Color. Just, just, just the first two seasons. Obviously, Living Color had a longer run, which is, which now we know why. Because Dave Chappelle didn't take that bread because you're not gonna give me ten percent of something. I'm, 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 100 percent content is mine. So I don't think Dave Chappelle, I don't think Dave Chappelle crazy no more. Like, like they used to say, oh, he's crazy. No, nigga, I put my blood, sweat, and tears into this, and you give me fifty million after we just made five hundred million off these two seasons. No fucking way, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I see why Dave Chappelle be on his F Comedy Central stuff. But you know what? He ain't tell us to boycott Comedy Central. How can you tell how can you tell somebody to boycott something because you're not getting what you feel you deserve? It's, it's nothing they did to you personally. This this is business. You can't take it personal. This is business. They saying, listen, man, we don't think you worth this amount of money. We give you this amount of money, you do one special, which I'm guessing the deal was for. We negotiate the next special. You know the thing is, she went in there lazy with it. She probably don't have no more material after. She probably got one special on her right now. She probably don't plan on doing a second special. Dave Chappelle did three specials. It's been a year span. Three different specials. That's three different hours of material. Or 45 minutes of material. Whatever the case may be. Whatever you want to have it. Alright? This is not <laughs> This is not something that I'm just I'm getting taken out of the air. This is, this is real stuff. And I think Monique is making this 
making it not even bigger than what it is, but just more than what it is. You look making it racist, not racist. Amy Schumer is white, yes. What black comedians are doing special right now, besides you and Wanda Sykes, who else that's black that's popping right now is doing a special? I don't even know that many black comedians right now besides Tiffany Haddish that's out there doing something. To be honest with you. Just keeping it real. I don't know that many. Tiffany Haddish is doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? I think that if if Monique would have said, hey, guys, um, I want y'all to boycott Netflix because they lowballed me. They gave me $500,000 for a special. I can't accept that because if I accept that, what am I telling my younger black comedians like Tiffany Haddish, so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so? If me, Monique, gets $500,000, what are they going to get? Because you know what they're going to say? They're going to say, hey, we gave Monique $500,000 and look at her and look who she is. She's the most, like Monique's been saying, she's the most uh, decorated comedian there is. And she took she took $500,000. So we're going to give you such and such. If she came out and said that, perfect. No problem. You know what, Monique? You're right. You should boycott Netflix. May not going to do it, but you definitely should do it. Okay? You should definitely boycott Netflix. And I hope, I wish you success in it. I'm sorry. I wish you success in that. And, you know, power to the people. But that's not what she said. You used Amy Schumer as, and Dave Chappelle of all people. <laughs> this is funny to talk about. This is comedy to me. But use them of all people to compare to you and what you get in. First of all, you don't watch nobody else's pockets. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the first rule of business. That's, and actually, it's distasteful to talk about what somebody else is making. As opposed to you, it's that's that's distasteful, um, and you put other you putting other people's business out there. I don't know if it was out already or not, but it, maybe it was. Who knows? Whatever. She, if, if Amy Schumer renegotiated to make to get two more million, whatever. Cool. You thought you were gonna come in here, and in, in today's climate, say, "Hey, look, I'm Monique, y'all. Remember me? I'm doing a special. Again, I'm doing a special now. I see y'all handing out millions and millions and millions of dollars." I want in. How much? And then they didn't give you a million dollars. And now you're upset. That's all it is. I'm just going to keep it funky with you. I want to read something that somebody wrote. Before. I'm going to close this out with that. Um, hopefully I'm not boring y'all, man. Um, ain't really much content that been out this week. so. But let me um, read this to you. Um, the person wrote on my Facebook when I posted the first audio I put out. and I, well, Let me tell you what I said. I said, I'm not boycotting Netflix, and Monique hasn't been funding in a long time, if we're being honest. She thought she was going to get a big payday. She didn't, and now we're supposed to boycott LOL. No. All right? So I said that, and uh, somebody that was on a podcast before, Cassandra Walton. Shout out to, shout out to Cassandra. Um, she said, okay, okay, black people. Monique may not be one of our favorite people in Hollywood, but she did put in a lot of work. Over 20 years. And is the only comedian to have an Academy Award. She's a comedy legend. I'm not going to boycott Netflix, but please find a way to support a fellow black person. White people support their own even when they are dead wrong. Let's do the same as time. She is right to have said all what she said. Picture working on a job 20 years and get paid less than a person who was doing the same job you started last week. Hell, most of y'all get mad. If you work the fryer and the cashier gets paid more, I'm just saying she has a valid point. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying I don't know if she was. I don't know if it was actually towards me or nothing like that. But 
I don't, I don't, I don't work the fry or nothing like that. So I don't know um, what she was talking about. When she said that, but I get, I get her point, right? I get it. But listen, this is the thing. When she said support a fellow black person, white people support their own, even when they did that wrong. Be honest with you, I don't give a fuck white people do. <laughs> to be honest with you, like, I don't care. Uh, I'm not gonna do something because white people do it. That's that's the problem with the world right now. Everybody want to have these race issues. I'm not trying to have race issues every day, bro. Like that shit get boring. I don't get tired of waking up mad because you, you black. Like that's cra- that's that's crazy to me. I'm not I'm not doing it. Like I'm not doing it. Um, I agree. Over 20 years, um, being a comedian, cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I agree that she she's a legend. She put a lot of work in. But like I said, this is. The reason why I can't go with the whole fries cashier thing is because of this. Or she said something about like imagine working a job twenty years and getting paid less than the person who was doing the same job. Nigga, that happened at my job now, every day. Why? I don't know. But you get paid based on whatever their pay scale is. But I can tell you this though, you have a choice. You work somebody for twenty years and somebody you know come or somebody comes in and works, I don't know, five years or Start a last week and make more of you. You got a choice. You can talk to your boss, say, "Hey, I need I need more money," and they can say yes or no. If they say yes, cool. If they say no, you can walk. You got the freedom to do so. We not slaves. You can leave the job if they, if you have an issue with that. Like you have it, it. You work for a company, or you go to a company and you ask for some money, whatever it may be. You shopping this, the shopping that. If they give you a number you don't like. How can you call a boycott on that? That's crazy to me. That's bad business. You know what that you know what that does now? What do you think Netflix trying to do now? You think she could come back for that five hundred k now? She goes shopping everywhere else, and everybody say, eh, "Yeah, I'm looking at two fifty, maybe three hundred thousand. Now what? She won't go back to Netflix because they don't want her now at this point. You trying to get niggas to boycott us? I feel like it was bad business on part. To be honest, I feel like for her to be a legend, she could handle it way differently. But I understand. Now I will say this. Just to end it here, I want to say this. Um, I do agree. I think that it's a it's lot of females, I know, just working-wise in general, that deserve to make more than men. I see it where I work at now, where I think there's a, a few, not many, excuse me, only a few, maybe a handful of women that, that work, and I feel like they could they should probably make more money than a lot of the men that work there. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna be subjective to that, uh, objective to that. I feel like, do I feel like it needs to be equal pay? No, I feel like you should get paid on based on what you're doing, the work you're doing, and just that's just me. However, I do feel like in certain positions, you should get paid a certain amount of money, whether you are a male or a female. And that I believe in equal pay in that way, a little bit. And like I said, hard because I'm thinking my way I work at, and I don't know everybody get paid, but you know, I might feel like. You might have a job where the women, like the women, are gonna get asked to lift a lot of stuff, possibly. Or I might work somewhere where you work in a warehouse where it might be the, the female's job to move this and move that, whether it's boxes or big heavy material. But she might ask a man to do it for, her or ask a man to move it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think that should be the only reason you get paid more. But I do feel like those factors are weighed in when you get when you getting paid. Um, and I did, I just feel like this. If it's a job to be done, it should be a pay grade for that job, and then it should be based on that. I don't think it should be based on gender. I think people should get paid based on what the job is required and how much anybody think that job is worth to be done. 
I don't think it should be a male or female thing, depending on where it's at. You know what I'm saying? That's just my opinion. I don't think there'll ever be equal pay. I do feel like women are making a lot of money right now. Some, I know a lot of women that make, a lot, make more than a lot of men. So I don't see it being a, a real epidemic. But if it's in comedy, if that's the case, that's something they have to work on. Honestly, I don't watch a lot of female stand-up. And honestly, the females that I do watch, I'm gonna keep a hundred. They mainly white. I be seeing them on Comedy Central. What's that girl, Silverstone, whatever her name is. It's a lot of white. Like I know a lot of white female comedians more than some black female comedians. Um, some of the black ones are funnier though. I will say that. But like I said, we live in a climate of are people gonna click on it? Because it's not. It's not. It's not early two thousands. It's not two thousand five. We're not doing hard copies no more. Everything is digital, internet. Are people gonna click on your name? That's the question. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just gonna end it here. Based off what Monique has done in the last couple of years, she had a show that was canceled, which was the BET show. Um, and she was in Almost Christmas. She had a, a good role in Almost Christmas. I can't think of nothing else she's done. And Precious, 2011, let's say Precious. And I honestly, <laughs> I just don't see Precious being something we should measure it off because that wasn't c- comedy work. It wasn't comedy work. That's like trying to say Mike Epps should get more money because he was in Sparkle and he did an okay job in Sparkle, but it wasn't a comedy role. No. Sparkle was not even going to be on Mike Epps' resume when it comes to comedy. It's not a funny movie. So why should we? End of the day, all I got to say is, in regards to boycotting Netflix based on Monique's reasons for her not getting whatever she deserves, Mo, it's a no. <laughs> okay. Uh it's a no for me, dog. And um I do I will support you another way. Meaning if Monique goes and shops her shops her uh special somewhere else or decides to do it on her own, I'll support it. And I hope it's funny because if it's not, I'm very disappointed, but I will support it. I think she should just go and do it on her own. That's the thing nowadays. You don't need labels, you don't need these entities. You can put your own special on YouTube and charge your own amount of money on YouTube. You can charge three dollars for your special, put it out, put it right to YouTube, and you can get a million hits or whatever. And that's three million views, three dollars. That's three million dollars, which Netflix ain't paying your ass. Do your own thing. I keep telling y'all niggas, cut out the middleman. Y'all ain't gonna learn, man. I keep telling you every day, cut out the middleman. This fire and ice podcast I'm doing with um, I'm doing with Carlton Clay. I told him I said, yo, listen, we not. Because he he got he actually got you know uh, hit up by a radio show. We did the pilot. They loved the pilot. They hit us up. He showed me the email and all that stuff. When I seen sixty forty split, I can't do it. I do my own thing on the side already. You know what I'm saying? And I'm still gonna. I'm always gonna do this. But I'm not about to do sixty forty when I'm recording. I'm I'm putting a record. I, I I I produced the whole thing. That whole thing you hear, I produced all of it. I put the music behind. I did every single thing possible. All of my equipment. Why would I, Why am I splitting? Why am I giving forty percent of this to somebody? That's crazy to me. I told myself, listen, if you're gonna do it, we're gonna do it on our own. I'm not doing sixty forty unless they can tell me that they um, it's coming with a bunch of listeners. Their platform must be that big, and it wasn't. And it's not that big. No disrespect to nobody. Y'all better cut the middleman now and stop playing, man. So Monique, I I say this. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not boycotting Netflix. I I, I won't do it. 
but I will support you another way. And that's something I can support you by. If you do it your own, on your own, and you want to do a special, or if you come out to Augusta and your tickets aren't 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 no more than thirty dollars, because I don't no disrespect, I don't feel like you're worth a lot of money like that. No disrespect. Um, I definitely nah. Just put it out on your own. Put it out on your own, and I I I I check it out, and I I'll, I'll buy it if we put it on YouTube, whatever the case may be. But ain't no other way I could support her. Cause I'm not. I can't boycott Netflix for that reason. But I am. Has she had? Has she had just just said it first? I'm doing this because I want the younger comedians to get more money. Cool. But that's not why you're doing it. It just sounds cool now because the backlash you got of the first video you put out about boycotting Netflix. Shout out to you. Shout out to Wanda Sykes. Y'all legends. Um, Y'all might want to just start putting videos out on YouTube, like little clippings or on Facebook. Funny clippings to be in media. And then go from there. That's the thing now. You got to be hot. Y'all not hot. Y'all know y'all legends. You could be a legend all you want. Michael Jordan a legend right now. Ain't no team about to sign Michael Jordan. It's on max contract. Use your fucking head, man. Morning Masters Podcast. Attention. <laughs>